Well, good morning. I am Bill, and I'm one of the pastors here on staff. I'm actually the campus pastor here at this campus, the Spring Lake Church. And uh, it is such a great morning. I'm so happy that you braved the cold and that you came out and uh, came to worship God with us. Um, you guys are the brave, the few, the chosen who can brave the, the negative degree weather. It's crazy. It was so cold this morning that my beard felt like it was freezing on the way to the car. No joke, okay? Um, so um, I'm happy that you're here. And if you're brand new with us, we would love for you to uh, fill out the connection card that's in your bulletin. And then after service, uh, if you could take that to the welcome desk, uh, we'd love to exchange that for a gift and just let us know that you're here and we'd love to say hi to you and get to know you a little bit. Um, I have a couple announcements um, for the, our campus. Uh, well, really for all of Spring Lake Church, but Immerse is coming up. Now, if you don't know what Immerse is, it is a night of worship and prayer that we do usually around once a month in the beginning of the month. And um, we come together specifically for the reason to pray together and to worship together. And it's always been a really awesome time. In fact, I want to share with you a little testimonial of somebody who regularly comes and just listen to what he said and listen to how this might benefit you and why you would want to go, okay? Uh, he says that my experience at Immerse has always been one of encouragement and hope. I am grateful that our church puts a high value on prayer and worship, and I have found Immerse to be a special time set aside for just that purpose. As I see our world becoming darker and darker, Immerse helps me to reset my perspective of the fallen world we live in, giving me strength and endurance I need. I am always blessed to see others from our church with the same convictions and desires to raise up our Lord and Savior at Immerse, keeping our eyes focused on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We need to seek the Lord to keep going in the trials and the tribulations of this life, and this night helps us accomplish that. I would invite anyone who needs to be encouraged, strengthened, or prayed for to attend Immerse and to expect to leave blessed and better equipped to serve our Lord and Savior. And so it's a special night for our church. Uh, the next one that we're going to have is at the Bellevue campus on February 5th, Tuesday, February 5th at 6.30. So we would love to see you out for that. I also wanted to mention that um, our service times are changing a little bit. Down here, um, this service that you're at right now will move from an 8.45 starting time to an 8.30 starting time, so about 15 minutes earlier. And then our 10.30 a.m. is going to move to a 10. And so uh, we'd love for you to come to church at the right time. So just keep that in mind. That's happening next weekend, okay? Uh, will the ushers please come forward? I'm going to pray for this morning's offering. Lord, you are so good to us. We thank you so much for your provision for us in so many ways. Uh, we have a warm place to stay. Uh, we have amazing things that you've given us. Even the services that our, our um, city has for us, um, even if we don't have a lot, it, it's amazing blessing that we have places where we can go, Lord. And I pray that you would continue to provide those, and I pray we wouldn't take anything for granted, no matter what situation that we're in. Lord, I pray that you would use um, these offerings that we're about to give you for your kingdom and for your purposes. Lord, give us generous hearts back to you. And pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Spring Lake Church. Spring Lake Church. Spring Lake Church. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll develop and equip. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. 
tens of thousands of people. To be Christ followers and disciple makers. To be Christ followers and disciple makers. Resulting in an enduring legacy of God's love. God's love. God's love. Well, good morning, everyone. Would you turn with me, please, to Romans chapter 10? Romans chapter 10, you can use the Bible in the seat back in front of you if you have a mobile device with you. We do have the Bible app if you have, a, if you have the YouVersion Bible app in the corner where the three little lines are. Remember, you can click on that, go to events, and then under events, the very first one that pops up is Spring Lake Church downtown campus. And uh, you can follow along, everything will be there for our outlines as well. Uh, but now, before we get into today's message, I want to let you know, next week we're going to be launching a new series on 2 Peter. We finished last year off with a series on 1 Peter. We kind of went line by line through the book. We're going to pick up with the second letter that Peter writes uh, beginning next week. Bill will be launching uh, that service here at the downtown campus. And today we're going to be continuing forward. And, and I want to ask, when you wake up first thing in the morning, whether it's cold or whether it's warm out, how many of you break into a stretch? Like first thing, you've been laying still all night and you just kind of stress. And some of you are seeing me do this and you're just jealous right now because I'm just stretching. We stretch and it's a place where we kind of extend our muscles to where they, beyond where they usually go and our joints. And if you grew up near when I did, we had this thing called Stretch Armstrong. Anybody remember Stretch Armstrong? Awesome little guy. You could do like tug of war with him and pull his arms as far as you wanted to. And it didn't seem to break. But when it did, there was like this weird jelly stuff inside. So they stopped making them. Um, but you could just stretch him. And every time you'd stretch him, he'd kind of snap back, but he'd be a little bit longer than the last time you stretched him. So after a couple of years, his arms hung down about six inches past his feet. Every time you stretch, you can reach a little further. Every time you stretch, your, your uh, reach and influence grows. Every time you stretch, your span becomes a little broader. Today's message we're going to be looking at as we answer for the last time in this series, the question, what in the world are we doing? We're going to be looking at how do we stretch. Over the last month... We've covered our core values. We've painted the picture of our vision, which Habakkuk 2, 2, in the, in, a, in the letter of Habakkuk, in the book of Habakkuk in the Bible, it says, write the vision, make it plain so that those who read it can run with it. Make it simple, make it so people can understand. And that's what we've been trying to do with this series. We've also walked through so far two of the three prongs of our mission statement. Two weeks ago, Adam and I talked about what it means to be maturing in godly character. What does it look like to, be, uh, to grow more like Jesus? And how are we going to do that? It's simple. It's going to be groups. It's going to be our life groups. It's going to be care groups, short-term groups. Life happens in circles and rows. Learning happens in circles and rows. Sometimes we learn in rows where we take notes and someone teaches, but then there are times where you've got to get in a circle and you've got to be able to ask questions and you've got to be able to sharpen each other and you've got to be able to hold each other accountable. Life happens in both circles and rows. The way that happens at Spring Lake is through our groups. Last week we talked about loving God. Brady and I talked about uh, what it means for our reasonable act of service. The logical thing to do. But for all God has given us is to give him back worship. And I'm going to tell you now, Brady is like this far from finishing the test and everything needed to be Pastor Brady. So we will be picking on him when he finishes accomplishing 
that task. We have one last time, one last topic that we're going to answer the three questions. The first question that we're asking in the series is, why do we exist? And that is our vision statement. It'll be up on the screen. I'd love us one last time in the series to read it together. Would you join with me? Spring Lake Church, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will develop and equip tens of thousands of people to be Christ followers and disciple makers, resulting in an enduring legacy of God's love in northeastern Wisconsin and the world. When it comes to reaching or stretching, there's one part of this vision statement that just jumps out. It's tens of thousands of people in northeastern Wisconsin and the world. When you talk about the world and you think about Spring Lake Church, you know, that's kind of a long commute for some people. When you think of tens of thousands of people, they're not going to fit in our buildings. They're not all going to be able to get into our kids' ministry. That's a lot of life group leaders, and that's a lot of coffee to make. It's beyond us. The vision, remember this, the vision is not a, a business plan for Spring Lake Church. The vision is how we are faithful to the body, to the family of Christ. We pull our weight. We do our part here as God has planted us here. But we also equip and link arms with other churches and other ministries in our area and around the world. Every time we go through our core values, every time we bring them in and weave them into a message or a series, the one that stands out, the one where I hear the most feedback is this idea of being contributors and not just consumers. We are not just here saying, what's in it for me? What will I like in the service? What song will I like? What ministry do I want? How do I want it to go? What service time do I want? It's not about us. We are here not just to consume. We are here to contribute. Adding to the family of Christ all over the world, all over our city, all over our country. We're here and we're reaching, we're stretching. People who may never be able to thank us. People who you may never meet face to face. People who we may give or we may show up and serve or we may help set up an event for someone else and we bow out, we've done our part and they never even know, they never knew that we were a part. But God does. And that's where we hear his voice say, well well done, good and faithful servant no matter what anyone else hears. No matter what anyone else hears sees my favorite play from this past year's packer season happened in the first game of the year how many of you remember who we played the first game the bears who won the packers won it's like the only time this season where packer fans were like we're going to the super bowl that ended pretty quick but on this the packers were behind and it was a busted play. Aaron did what Aaron does. He gets out of the pocket. He throws a pass across the middle. Hits Randall Cobb in stride. Cobb takes off about 65 yards downfield. There's one defender to beat. And out of nowhere, one of the running backs comes and just cleans out the defender. Cobb scores easy. Everybody celebrates with Cobb. Everyone goes nuts for how good Aaron looked on the play. Everyone is blown up because Randall Cobb finally looks healthy. Nobody even mentions the running back who did his job. Everyone else stayed in the distance. The linemen, the others, they're jogging downfield, more to do the celebration. But that running back who blew up the defensive back, who made everything happen, you never heard a thing about him. I recognized it. I saw and actually went back and watched it to see what it was. 
You see, fans don't always see that stuff. But teammates do. The coach does. The GM does. And we've got one coach, and he's not getting fired at the end of the season. We're in this in service for each other. That's why we're here. Where are we going? We're on a road to making disciples who are reaching the world. Reaching the world. And once again, that's a picture that stretches us. There's a pastor out of California I really enjoy. His name is Erwin McManus. And he draws this picture in regard to the church where he says, when this country was founded, we came in and it was a wild land. And we went wherever to establish. And we went to where there were new boundaries. And we pushed the boundaries. And we were always looking to, to uh, develop and discover more. And then we had planning committees come in and say, you know what? It's dangerous out there. So we're going to put roads in. And if you guys will just stay on our roads, don't worry about anything else. We'll provide a safe environment for you. And, and some of us are saying, oh, thank you. It's convenient. It's safer. I know where to go. There's street signs. But what about out there? No, don't, don't worry about out there. Leave out there alone. Then we took those streets and we put in nice little neighborhoods. And then we went a step further and we gated those neighborhoods. And we said, if you stay here, you're safe. Don't touch out there. And in doing this, we've lost our excitement for discovery, our edge for taking new territory. When I look at Jesus, Jesus never said, stay in the safe zones. When you look at the life of Christ and when he talks to the woman at the well, that was a conversation that by rule and social status should never have happened. The woman with the issue of blood, another one where nobody should have touched her, much less a rabbi. And yet he stops traffic in all of life to give her the time, a demon-possessed man. There's one we don't go up to every day. How about a leper community? I think I'd have been praying from a distance. Jesus is right up in these guys. The places where it shouldn't seem safe are the places where Jesus seemed to go the quickest. Having a conversation with a tax collector. They weren't loved back then. They may not be loved now, but that doesn't mean they're outside of Jesus' reach. Sometimes we got to leave the blacktop. Jesus didn't understand safety zones. He didn't understand putting a wall around our neighborhood. Romans chapter 10. We're going to begin reading at verse 8. Paul writes, he says, But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will, not, will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is the Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Someone telling them. And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message heard through the word about Christ. This is a, 
This is written to you and me. This is our feet that he's talking about. And if not us, then who? If not now, in our time of being on this planet, of our time of service, then when? Kristen is going to come up in just a minute and tell us about how we're going to get there. How are we going to accomplish this in Spring Lake, both locally and around the world? But before we get there, I want to uh, take a last point and sell, as a point of celebration in reaching. And it's a celebration of where you sit right now because this weekend is the one-year anniversary of the launch of the downtown site. It's hard to believe this is the same road we started on. to it and what I love about it is it seems like whenever people show up to worship on Sunday morning they're coming hungry and they're coming to pursue God together and it is just a blast to be able to see their growth and just their love for God grow as we've walked through this year as a campus. Having Spring Lake Church downtown um, has meant that there is a family of believers for people um, within walking distance sometimes. Um, it means that there is a welcoming community on Sunday mornings who are going to like care about you as you walk through the doors. Um, the impact in Green Bay has just been unreal. It's been incredible to see how um, Green Bay has kind of um, come alive because of Jesus, because we are down here and because God is working through Spring Lake Church. Hi Spring Lake Church, can you believe that this weekend marks one year since we launched the downtown campus? It has been an incredible year of ministry. We have seen God work in so many different ways, and we are reaching people in Green Bay that we would have never reached if we wouldn't have opened this downtown campus. It has been awesome to see. 
God is working and moving, and we can't wait to see what's next. We are so hopeful for what this year will bring and for what the years in the future will bring for the downtown campus. And I just want to say thank you to each of you who have supported this. Thank you for praying. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being part of a church that is looking to reach the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. And happy birthday, downtown campus. We have much to celebrate this past year, and as we move forward into 2019, I'm excited for what the Lord has for Spring Lake. Happy birthday, downtown campus. For the next steps that we can take together, we continue, we'll continue in our mission to reach the world for Jesus Christ. My name is Kristen, and I serve on staff as the outreach director. I am just so privileged to work with many amazing volunteers. I want to highlight a few this morning. Um, I get to work with a team. We refer to them as the Outreach Administrative Lead Team. And the members from um, your left um, to right here, we have Kurt Holst, Gail Frame, I'm in the middle, Scott Turk, and our elder representative, Butch Stuckert. Each of them has a passion for missions and has served either as a missionary or an Outreach Administrative Lead. I invite you now to take a minute Stand up and stretch. We're just going to stretch ourselves a little bit today. And maybe reach out to your neighbor, a little fist bump, a little high five, whatever you feel comfortable doing, but take a moment to stretch. Love it. Especially in the early morning, I'm impressed. Growing up, I spent, go ahead and sit down. Growing up, I spent many hours in dance classes. And at, usually a dance class starts with a warm-up and some stretching. And we would kind of stretch out on our own a little bit. But inevitably, our instructor, our teacher, would come over and push us. They said, you can do better. You can go farther. And it sometimes it was painful, definitely a little uncomfortable. But the result was we were, especially in time, able to stretch more than we ever realized. In Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 20, we read, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus. Spring Lake, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, his power that is at work within us, we can we can be spiritually stretched and reach further than we ever thought possible. I encourage each of you to prayerfully consider joining us as we take the next steps of outreach engagement in four geographical areas. Let us know if you are interested as you listen this morning by writing your name on a card. The, you have that connection card attached to your bulletin and your preferred contact information. And we'd love to have you turn it in at the Welcome Center after the service. Also, if you have any questions for me or for anyone on our team, would love to have you connect with us that way too. The focus areas. The first one is Malawi, Africa. Hundreds of orphan and poor children in two villages, Funsani and Linsangwe, have been fed, clothed, and cared for 
for over the past 10 years, thanks to your prayers and your support through the adoption program and our annual medical trips. In addition, the house parents and teachers at both children's centers have shared the gospel and discipled the children. Look at the joy that they have. They have nothing compared to us as far as material resources, but they have joy, they have each other, they have a relationship, and they have the knowledge that they have, there's a God in heaven that loves them and cares for them. Let me tell you about one young man, a Christ follower named Shadrach. During the spring trip in 2017, I had the opportunity to spend some time with him and get to know him. He testified to the crucial role the house parents of Funsani had played in raising and discipling him. He had completed his secondary education and has his teaching certificate through a teaching college. He also is active in his local church and is even mentoring some older teenage boys. Focus area number two, Latin America. I invite you to dream and pray as we engage this year in an exploratory process with potential Reach Global missionary partners in Latin America. Reach Global is the mission branch of the EFCA. Our goal is to find a partner that aligns with Spring Lake's vision and welcomes short-term mission teams of both adults and high school students. Focus area number three. Unreached people groups lack enough followers of Christ and resources to evangelize their own people. Essentially, they have no access to the gospel and will likely die without ever meeting a single Christ follower. According to joshuaproject.org, 41.5% of the world's population is unreached. That equates to 3.14 billion people. Through an exploratory process over the past two years, we have found a new mission partner, a church planting ministry that focuses on unreached people groups in East India. To protect them and their ability to partner and our ability to partner with them, I need to be a little bit vague about the details in the context of this message, but I invite you to please join us in prayer as we strategize our next steps with this partnership. Focus area number four. It's a greater Green Bay area and includes the surrounding communities. Since most of us spend the majority of our waking hours In this focus area, we each have opportunities to daily engage and build relationships with individuals who are not Christ followers. Whether in the classroom, your cubicle at work, the store, the gym, the coffee shop, the potential for us to reach and stretch a bit farther is there. I'm excited to announce that a sermon series focusing on better equipping us to do relational evangelism Evangelism is taking place this March, which is in about a month, here at Spring Lake. Don't miss it. In addition, I encourage you to join us when we have churchwide opportunities, such as meals through Howell Resource Center or Art Street. Because of the location of this campus, last spring I was contacted by the executive director of Mosaic Arts, the woman who coordinates Art Street. Art Street, as most of you know, is a weekend-long arts festival that takes place literally outside our doors. Right in that parking lot where you parked this morning, that's where we go live. We were blessed to establish a partnership and get involved this last summer. We had a chance to connect with hundreds of event attenders, artists, vendors, and security staff. One of my favorite moments was watching a volunteer pray with someone who is not a Christ follower in the booth. Also, we had many opportunities just to share um, camp, this campus 
let people know there's actually a church down here and give tours. Spring Lake also has ongoing partnerships with local ministries such as Freedom House and the Brown County Jail. There are options for individuals, life groups, and families to serve through these and other partnerships. The kingdom has expanded because of the faithfulness of Spring Lakers serving meals, building relationships, and leading Bible studies. Students Ministries is setting an example for us this week. Part of the group is going to be preparing a breakfast for St. John's Homeless Shelter, and also another part of the group is going to be at Freedom House leading a game night. This past October, I was invited to a life group leader training to share ideas for how groups can get involved with local outreach. The idea that gained the most traction was an idea called Angel Tree, a new program for us being involved with here at Spring Lake. It is a ministry to children of prison inmates. What happens with Angel Tree is that gifts are purchased, excuse me, the inmates, they submit their children's names with gift ideas, and then we receive those names. We were able to get all the names left um, in Brown County. Then we go and buy gifts for these children And one idea we had, and it was amazing to see these groups come together, was to have a Christmas party. We invited the families to come, and not all the families came, but a lot of them did. And the gospel is shared. We were able to sing Christmas carols with them, start building relationships, and just minister to these families. I was so encouraged to see the volunteers, the life groups, come together and do an amazing task. It was such a joy to witness the love of Christ in action. Another way Spring Lake's reach is expanded locally and throughout the world is through financial and prayer support of missionaries. This church has made the commitment that 10% of our giving will be directed to outreach and missions. Currently, we support 13 missionary families. For the protection of the missions work and their families, three of the 13 are not included on the slide, but the rest of them you can see here. Please keep these missionaries and missionary families in prayer. They're serving anywhere from within the Green Bay area to um, unreached people groups in, in countries that are closed. When we review our vision statement, as Jack was talking about earlier, it can seem quite daunting. Can we really develop and equip tens of thousands to be Christ followers and disciple makers? Is this an unrealistic number for us? I want to encourage all of us today, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, excuse me, Spirit, it is possible. Consider the amazing power of multiplication in this scenario. Average attendance at Spring Lake Church is higher than this, but let's start out with the number of 500. 500 Spring Lakers faithfully and courageously reach out within their sphere of influence throughout the year. By the end of the year, at least one person they have invested in has become a Christ follower. The number of 500 has now doubled to 1,000. If this pattern of multiplication would continue, within six years there would be more than 31,000 new Christ followers. The tough reality, though, is that we have an enemy that will stop at nothing to prevent any growth from happening. This is why prayer is so crucial. It is a place where we must start. There are still billions represented in Green Bay, Northeast Wisconsin, and the world who are living without the hope we have as Christ followers. Spring Lake Church, this is our time. This is our chance 
to invest and be multipliers together. Will you join us? Please pray with me. Merciful Father, I just thank you so much for each person gathered here this evening. I just thank you and praise you for what this campus represents. One year of serving you faithfully in this city, God. We are grateful for the opportunity to worship together this morning. It is humbling to realize that you chose us, mortal and imperfect people, to share the amazing message of your gospel, the hope available to us through Christ. As we leave this place, please strengthen us and empower us to be your witnesses, both of your love and your grace in this broken world. It is in your son's name we pray. Amen.